Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. Flogcast for round 22. Fifey joined by Ant. G'day, Fifey, and have a great deal of non-sexual respect for you. <laughs> I was going to fucking say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Penal. Uh, hi there. Hadouken. Good evening. You could have gone, I have sexual respect for you, but you could have <laughs> one up me. <laughs> and returning for the first time in a long time, probably 15 or so weeks after his site got a win, Paddles. Hey. First time between wins. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, before we begin, um, tried to make an effort to yeah, get paddles back. We started a bit earlier because this is episode number 50, if you include the three outtakes, including the Susan hey. So yeah, 50 episodes. One of the founding members in Pats. Yeah, the other one, Bender, might hopefully join us later. But because of that, we're going to have yeah, we're going to begin with the top five memes and gags that originated on the flogcasts that have kind of stuck around. So number five, Hadouken. Uh, now the teach couldn't be with us tonight, so I'm going to have to fill in for his bandwagon. Get on the north bandwagon, then get off it, then get on it again, then get off it, then it falls over, and then it catches fire. Then you kill royals as well, man. <laughs> Number four, Ant. Well, this is a bit of a split one. I'm going to go mix up between Roy Lyon and his folding dungeon and how Fifey never seems to go any games. <laughs> Are you going this week, Fifey? Yes, yes. Yeah, I, was, I had to think where it was. For any little asterisks on this one? Like, oh, I won't go if KFC boy doesn't eat a bucket and Hampson plays? Or No, no, this is St Kilda. I'll, I'll, I'll go to watch Reese Stanley spot it up. It's the schoolgirls, um, man, isn't it? You're there for the schoolgirls. Number three, penal. Geelong's concerning youth. It is so concerning that in five years they'll probably be worse than Fitzroy and they'll have to fold High Roy Lamb. <laughs> Uh, number two was, yeah, the very first time Tyler Durden came on, uh, Wrangler um, asked me if he was the teach, and he was not able to convince us that he was not, so that has stuck. He is you a need, teach. You know, yes. you know the Just way... Just ask Gyson. Ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, we need to get him to cry, because you can hear that voice cracking sound that the original teach had. That'll prove it one way or another. Right. And number one, paddles. Elias is. <laughs> Can I, you got to explain it. How did that come about, Pats? Uh, just a mispronunciation. The flogcast and you brought it up. Yeah, Ant made him say it three times because he's a prick. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it nearly got missed on that. But we'll start with probably the match of the round, which was the Purple Poofs downing Hawthorne. And... Oh, I, I thought Adelaide versus Richmond was the match of the round, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're not getting away that easy. Um, it was a cracking game. Yeah, it was. It was an impressive Fremantle game. Fife cracked in, didn't he? Yeah, he um, 
decided to hit Lewis, and he thought, oh, well, they'll think he's staging if he goes down. What, but the match would be yeah, played, it, it, it was interesting because the um, the guy who will probably poll the most Brownlow votes for the year whacked the guy who will win the Brownlow uh, this year. <laughs> well, what happened to Liam so Shields? <laughs> maybe, uh, no, I said Shields but, next year, uh, but it's like I Lewis is making such a um, good run. Struggler was uh, next year, man. He's likely to win it. <laughs> Yeah, Dyson Heppel wasn't there, man. What are you talking about? Oh, oh, we got goo on all sides here. <laughs> that, that'll just be another Brownlow with an asterisk next to it if Heppel wins it. I'll take all your asterisks. But yeah, it, it, it's, it's like Fife was mad about the Brownlow, which he thinks he should have going to Lewis, who will win it, and then he just decided to hit him. So he will miss the next two nice weeks. Nice from so. him. Just to, you know, he's Lewis. looking after the AFL and the MRP there, isn't he? By Lewis, Lewis and suspended. Brownlow. I reckon he will poll at least... Four votes, you reckon? 20 votes this year. <laughs> 20 votes is not going to get you the Jordan um, Brownlow, Lewis. mate. Are you suggesting he'll do a Luke Hodger Hadouken? <laughs> Jordan Lewis, like, okay, he can play, I'll give you that, but no, <laughs> just no. Like, pick Cyril, for Christ's sake. Someone realistic. <laughs> Jordan's played four games for the year. He'll still probably get more votes than Lewis. Stop injury trolling. (laughs) Still Riolis. Still played four games for the year. He was named in eight, but he's only played four. Won't Sam Mitchell be getting it, panel? Nah, he he already won one two years ago. (laughs) Sam Bridesmaid Mitchell? Anyway, we're getting a bit off track here because we need to focus on the fact that Hawthorne lost. And And Fremantle were entertaining. That's probably the more shocking element of that. Exactly. Like, Ross Lyon decided, oh, Walter's is back let's kick some goals and all of a sudden Pavlich didn't look like he was washed up Pav kicked what three five well five okay mm. I think um, Pernell talked about um, Pav being washed up and how it was a factor in the fact that Hawks were going to win well he wasn't playing on Sean Makers so you can't hold that against me <laughs> imagine if he was I think Lake, who he was playing on, uh, is probably just as washed out as Pavlich, unfortunately. Had a great year last year, but... Clearly not. He's a five-goal-worst player, based on the weekend. Well, just as well we got Rovat out of that pick, huh? Peach <laughs> uh, thinks we won that trade. Uh, we got Kobe Stevens Teach thinks as well. North Melbourne's going to win the um, flag, so I think, you know, I wouldn't be using Teach as your fullback here. Just saying. Teach thought Geelong were going to finish 12th. Although, to be fair, they probably would be 12th if it went for those fucking umpires again. <laughs> well, do we have anything else on Hawthorne Fremantle? Sucked in Hawthorne. Um, no, that's it, pretty much. Well, since you mentioned it, let's go to the umpires helping Geelong out again. Fuck, they're finding some new recruits, aren't they? Well, um, I don't know. Like, Is this a case of they were helping Geelong or they were just fucking over Carlton for the lols? Cause, you know, <laughs> See, that one's it, actually that's more... Fun. Um, that's plausible, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could actually... actually yeah, I, could um, fit that. I, was, I was at this game and... Um, for the last quarter, somehow near the Carlton chess squad, and they were absolutely melting at the umpires. It was completely hilarious. <laughs> you were yeah, near the did you go? Did you say pads? Three yeah. weeks now. Yeah, Paddles went to three games in Melbourne this week. Which games did you say, mate? Uh, Carlton Geelong, obviously us against the Scum, and Melbourne GWS. But you played Collingwood. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Won't worry about that. We'll get. Oh, we'll talk that. about the Lions game yeah. later, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was just bizarre. And I reckon maybe you're right on that. The umpires maybe umpired Carlton out of the game so the supporters can feel that their list is better. It's only the umpires. I actually reckon that the, the umpires just like a good barbecue. <laughs> you reckon they pay the free kicks and show up on Monday <laughs> with that's some plugger-esque um, type explanations. And Carlton yeah. now screwed They bring their own buns. They're ready. It's happened three weeks in a row. North, Frio, and Carlton. So it's not a Carlton thing. It's clearly a Geelong 
thing. They want Geelong winning the flag this year, so that, you know... But hang on, I don't think on. any amount of umpire I thought assistance you, is wanted... going to get Geelong near Hawthorne in a game yeah. that matters, though. The AFL wanted Sydney to win, don't they? No, they wanted Geelong-Sydney grand final. Oh, they wanted a 110-point grand, grand final. final. So why? Yeah, because I, don't, I, I can't, you know, <laughs> explain the rationale that goes into their decision-making. Hang on. Okay, lay it on us, panel. What's going on? <laughs> panel? They've silenced him. Oh. Hey, he's no, too close. No, Gillen's been reading Bay 13, and he's been, he's been watching the Geelong and Sydney supporters chug each other's goo for the last two years, which they've been doing ever since the 2012 round. As opposed final. to Hawthorne supporters chugging their own goo. <laughs> and he wants to manufacture a grand final between those two teams so that they can finally stop the goo chugging and, uh, you know, get back to talking about footy and not... Goo and Hawthorne tears. Um, yeah. Anything else on that? Well, I have to say, just looking at the picture on the um, AFL website, who the hell is Cameron Guffrey? And is he one of the concerning youth? Uh, yeah, he is, actually. He's he's actually their next Liam Picken. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, he's a bit of a scragger. He's their go-to lockdown guy. Like Ling, but blonde. He's getting his head ripped off by Mark Murphy in the picture. He can't be that good of a lockdown. <laughs> well... Yeah, I mean, actually, he does now have, unfortunately, that whole point of being punched in the guts by Mark Murphy and actually feeling it. That's got to be a bit embarrassing. Did anyone catch Malthouse have a crack at Stevens in the press conference? Yeah, he apparently, um, Stevens asked him a question about um, who Judd was playing on. Malthouse, you know, did his little smart-ass answer of, oh, they weren't even playing on each other, so I don't know what you're talking about, even though the stats said that they're on each other half, you know, about <laughs> half the game. Doesn't he have a crack at Stevens every single, uh, like, time he, that he's there? He did, and Stevens is having a little bit of a meltdown afterwards going how unprofessional Malthouse was. It's just like... And Stevens was saying, you wouldn't look me in the eye. <laughs> I mean, what's Steve yeah, going to say? Yeah, look like, at me, Mold look House at me. Of Mark <laughs> <laughs> I reckon Mulhouse is just like, I just trolled him again. Yeah, anything else on yeah, Geelong Carlton. It was a reasonably entertaining game, and it was funny yeah. to watch Carlton lose and Geelong yeah. get there thanks to umpires, because Geelong supporters don't like it when you mention that. I'm actually quite comfortable with Geelong winning. And, and is, Are they second out right now? They are, aren't they? They are, yes. Yeah, with, no. No, according to Teach, they're equal first. <laughs> <laughs> We can't mention a Geelong game without the words kicking and heads. Mm. And the word fuck. There we are. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, there were no kicking heads, no Stevie J. He heard his uh, foot kicking. It's because they were worried that Mark Murphy was going to punch him. It's pretty scary. Man. All right, we'll move on to, yeah, Richmond versus Adelaide at the Adelaide Oval. And... The real match of the round, this one. Yeah. The, the, the G train. Toot, toot. Are you on the Tiki train now, Fife? Not yet. Tell us the truth. No, not yet. Is a building in that cold, dark heart of yours, this little bit of embers of black and yellow, yellow and black? We'll see what happens after this week. I think he... Do you I know mean, what? And yeah. I reckon he's just getting a tiny little bit of dare to dream going on here. Oh, I think it's I starting think to happen. Is... Look, I'm, <laughs> I'm still wary because Drew Petrie said <laughs> no. So it's a bit of the Shawshank Redemption. More you still got the Morgan Freemans. Hope you know, <laughs> could break a man in here. <laughs> <laughs> if Richmond end up finishing ninth, their 2014 season will essentially be summed up by playing that scene uh, where he's tunneling through the shit, playing that scene on loop for three hours nonstop. <laughs> See, that is their season. All tunneling through shit, no fucking redemption. What position on the ladder are they, Fife? We are now currently ninth. <laughs> 
Back in their ancestral home. <laughs> so, um, wasn't this mathematically impossible? It's realistically unlikely that we will finish there, regardless. In nine. Correct. We could be eighth next week and then drop to tenth the week after. Well, is that a way of just not saying the word nine? Adelaide play next week. They play North Melbourne. All right, now we'll do this. Yeah, we'll come to this. It's it's like how the tides always take things back to you know a resting position. Richmond always gravitates towards nine. I like the way he he kind of he avoided the word. It's like you know casinos don't have a thirteenth floor. Towers in Richmond don't have the ninth floor. But yes, what to make of the black cat? That's the interesting thing. Was that dooming us to ninth, the cat that was running around the Adelaide Oval? Well, most people thought it was just dooming Adelaide. Yeah. It's their What's cat. What's this? There was, was a cat ran on the ground. Really? Yeah, black yeah. cat. So Supposedly, like it's like a local cat that they all know lives in the stadium or something. <laughs> yeah. That's only in Adelaide, isn't it? Yeah. So, so did you hear the siren and tell them all the it game was, after was over? A goal. It was after a goal. <laughs> Richmond goal and it was running around the goal square in front of the crowd. <laughs> Hanging around the Eddie Betts pocket. Yes, the Eddie Betts pocket. Dangerfield saw the cat and he grimaced. <laughs> Who would be the crazy cat lady on the Adelaide list? Oh, Subaru. Oh, on the Adelaide list. <laughs> oh, oh, the actual... Yeah, uh, so no, she's the crazy player. cat. Uh, um, <laughs> Probably Samson. Or Van Burlo. Or Sloan. He's got a bit of the wild hair thing going on there. Rory Sloan. He likes taking his pictures of crazy there. There was a bit of fucking madness going on with the fucking goal reviewer. Maybe he was the crazy cat. <laughs> yeah, that was that was bizarre. And the worst part about that was that actually disadvantaged us because we coughed it up basically from the, within a minute from a kick and never cleared it. And they hadn't raised a whimper till that point. They were just plodding along. Like, yeah, and then all of a sudden the fucking goal review muppet gave them a reason to start playing football, which yeah, nearly yeah, cost us in the end. So did they award you a goal or something, did they? No, they, they took a goal away from Adelaide that was paid a goal on the goal review evidence that was flimsy at best. So there would have been less than a kick in it if they'd got that goal. Correct. But so as maybe I said, they wouldn't have turned up if they hadn't a kick that if that had have been paid. But the slight actually fired them up because they still weren't really... Um, so you're saying it wasn't a, a, a point of Richmond playing well, it was Adelaide playing shit. We were out playing them, but they weren't really... They weren't really you really, really aren't on the ticket train, are you, man? <laughs> you're backtracking harder than I was last week. <laughs> no one will backtrack faster than that. Yeah, there's no such thing no, as no, the we'll, Tigers. We're, we're playing well. They folded. They, they were folding under the the pressure we were applying. They weren't really working through it or treading water. We should have blown them away by that point. Yeah. But that actually motivated them to push was, to get back into a game. Because yeah. this ties into that new ad campaign. Have you guys seen that new Jeep ad campaign that they've got going with Drive Richmond now? Drive home proud. Penal's referenced this yeah. a few times, yeah. I, oh, a, I hadn't actually seen it until this week, and I was sitting there going, Richmond? Seriously, driving home? Okay, all right. Good luck, and particularly Jack. Maybe they could do like support a saying "drive Jack. home proud." Yeah, we win. Um, no, but the thing is that maybe they could do like a romping wins cotton version of that. You know, I bought a jeep. Oh. You could say, <laughs> I "He ran over my dog with a dog. jeep." Yeah, he ran over my dog with a jeep. I was gonna say, or, or, or Jack, Jack with his my key drives to the train station and goes, "Drive to the station, proud." You know, we'll move on to well, Essendon West Coast. Ah, yep, yep. Gee, yep. there was a lot of meltdowns on the West Coast board oh, over this one. It was pretty funny to see West Coast come off worse with the umpires and just how much they hate that, considering <laughs> the free kick differentials for them basically every year for the last five years is fucking huge. I may have had a little bit of a giggle when that happened, watching <laughs> that one. Just thinking, yes. The particular that one right at the end there. That like wasn't a free kick, but yeah. No, it wasn't at all. You were totally ripped, uh, West Coast. 
that's really bad. I'm really upset. But when you get the freaking West Coast get, you can never get a moral victory ever. No, no, pretty much. Not Unless even against. Plugger followed West Coast, and then every victory would be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dean Cox flapped his arms around. He did his best to try and get some free kicks and get West Coast over the line, but the umpires just didn't pay him. And we've been robbed enough times by West Coast over at Subiaco to I don't feel sorry for him. So yeah. every other club in the AFL goes. <laughs> West Coast lost because of vampires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then yeah. there's an asterisk to say, yeah, but Essendon won. Yeah, but yeah, but it's cool. Like the, no, most people wouldn't like either of these teams, and neither get <laughs> a moral win. It's the negating the moral win. Yeah, it's like they would have had the moral win because it was Essendon, but the fact that it's West Coast, they always get umpires. It's kind of negated, so it's just a result. It, it's, it's like, like a draw, which is awesome. Shuey, Shuey still got like 17 ducking head high free kick so just him but I don't know what the rest of them were doing they were off their duck that day bad Chinese duck or something they couldn't quite get it right Adam Simpson described it as a train wreck I think he did well they're up by 34 points in the mm. third and then we kicked eight goals they kicked one uh, more for the game I believe after Cripps kicked two in a row yeah, yeah, she's going to be listening back later going fuck a train reference that it wasn't on <laughs> fuck fuck <laughs> no it was a very I, I've got to admit at half time for me I was thinking well shit we're throwing our season away again but turned it around played well Essendon are playing finals this year Bob is a great coach isn't he throwing the <laughs> league forward like he that he is no he I have to say you are you are coach. playing well and right now wait till he co-coaches with Herd Penal no <laughs> lost that game by 100 points <laughs> I'm just waiting for the infractions to come in and um, Asada throws away your seed actually season. I'm just curious now when you say Herd hang on uh Sorry, I'm just Googling here because I can't remember the score off the top of my head. Last year, West Coast v Essendon. Oh, no, that, that was drug-assisted, though. Essendon that won that good. by seven points. So, oh, yeah. you know. What about the other game that season? See, Thompson has a 100% record against <laughs> West Coast, whereas Hurd uh, only has 50% while coaching Essendon. He's <laughs> <I, I, laughs> getting very shit-fighty. Yeah, yeah. The facts. Hurdle <laughs> will be fine. Bomber will probably still be there, to be honest. I don't know what could Co coaching, as Robbo suggested. Oh, I don't know about co coaching per se. Robbo may have been a little bit blind drunk when he wrote that one. I suppose blind um, drunk writing every article. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and I mean, look, you know, some, sometimes Robbo is crazy like a fox. You know, he really gets those interesting insights. But in this instance, I think there will probably just be one coach. And it will be Hurd. And Bomber will be around doing something. And I mean, look, it doesn't matter. As far as the rest of the base concerned, they were co-coaching anyway. Anytime something bad happened, that was Heard. Anytime it was good, it was Bomber. So what we'll do is we'll say, yeah, Heard's coaching, and Bomber's secretly there, but hiding. So every time we win, it was Bomber, and every time we lost, it was Heard. There you go. Well, let's, let's go back to that, because we'll reference the bit of the court case we didn't get to, was that, yeah, Heard basically denied all responsibility, including doing anything other than coaching on a Saturday. That was, like, the only thing he admitted to. He doesn't do anything during... Yeah, he, he he doesn't do tactics during the week. He doesn't do no, training. He, he he's just, just match he just day talks, coach. He just on well, match most, day he talks to them. So he's ke he's basically most um, Brett Ratton at GWS. He's a Brett Ratton cheerleader. He no, just talking, motivates. And Ross the boss was talking about how he was chewing strips off the um uh, midfield coach from the week because you know. 
their midfield wasn't performing. So he went and talked to his midfield coach and tore strips of him. He didn't go and fix it himself. He got his midfield coach to go and do it. That's what they do now. Yeah, That's but he just probably would have done that during the week instead of during the fucking game. So no, but the thing is, Herd wouldn't even, exactly, Herd wouldn't do that because that's not during the game. That's not his responsibility. Yeah, yeah it would have been fucking, I don't know, David Evans' responsibility. Cause <laughs> week, it's, um, uh, how many shots of Mallerton 2 do I take before I... Well, you know, Tanya needs pleasing. <laughs> Give her a carrot. <laughs> um, well, she's not boomers, missus. Yeah, no, no that, that's give her a cheesecake. Um, <laughs> well, if we're done with that, we'll move on to North, and they beat the Bulldogs in a reasonably uneventful game. Uh, yeah, basically the Dogs turned up for one quarter of the second, but I guess the biggest talking point out of this game has been the little boomer that could. Um, <laughs> he huffed and he puffed and he <laughs> threw picking over his back. Can, can we just get this out of the way? North Melbourne are a bunch of dirt bags and scumbags. They go the knuckle all the freaking time. Wells, Wells is up on... Yeah, Wells is up. You can't call him dirty, racist. No, Wells hit Higgins twice, I think, so he's... Uh, uh, he got a couple... Unlike Boomer, though, he has a clean record. As, As to the actual... All he's responsible for two of the shittest rule changes in the game. Oh, Fucking yeah, yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay Dirtbag Thomas, yeah. That's um, right. They what was the other bit, one? Um, sliding, sliding. Oh, sliding, yeah. Fucking Lindsay Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lindsay was at his diving best on the weekend. So did Petrie. He did oh. a massive flop as well. But um, they are seriously, I had to go... just cheats. Yeah, <laughs> but actually, to the actual event, I am amused by the outcry by the North Melbourne supporter base. So uh, what we can take from this is, um, even though it looks the same as the Petrie Lake one, they're nothing alike. That's not the same. Yeah, they're totally different because North they're Melbourne totally different. Were the victims in both, both <laughs> incidents. North Correct. Melbourne players were the victims. See, because in both incidents, the other player was the aggressor. They started the contact. Yeah, even though, you know, Petrie went the eye gouge on Lake. Let's just it doesn't matter. That. It doesn't matter. Lake tackled him first, therefore he started the contact. What do you have to say to about suggestions that Pickin was staging? Yeah, well, it's... suggestions came straight from the horse's mouth. <laughs> Do you know, actually, funnily enough, there is actually some footage floating around of Liam Pickin accepting a bag of money from Gillan McLaughlin immediately before the game. So it is actually probably a deliberate ploy on his part to stop Boomer Harvey from getting to 400 games and simultaneously ensure that North Melbourne has a quick exit from the finals because the AFL hates North Melbourne. And they do not want Boomer getting to 400 games. No. So, yeah, yeah basically, Gillan McLaughlin is actively trying to stop North Melbourne. Um, doing everything he can to bring them down. The umpires are in on it. They've even got, you know, Liam Picken in on it. Ant, do you want to fill us in on your side of the Western well, Bulldogs? I have heard that the Western Bulldogs supplied the video footage. See, the angle was from the second level of the ground, and the Bulldogs were upset over Barry Hall head- putting Thompson in a headlock a couple of years ago. So upset that they staged this whole event. The... Other interesting fact now is we're coming in from a probably, we'd say, North's number one supporter. Um, she seems to think that Boomer's not guilty and Pickin was staging. And also just in from her, the, this is her post, Pickin is a stager, basically dived and jumped all over Boomer and when he missed, he landed awkwardly. Hi, I'm a North supporter. I'm a fucking spastic and I have a persecution complex that I hold for 10 years because I'm so fucking self-centered and everything resolves around me and I'm always the victim because I support North. 
and North should just merge with Melbourne. Fuck them both off. <laughs> and on, on that note, Bender's here. Yeah, that was an interesting uh, <laughs> entrance into the conversation. <laughs> we were just talking about, um, well, you just missed the, the lol West Coast, but we're just talking about um, how the world is against North Melbourne and it's not fair. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. They've got a, you know, it, when Brad is always calling the AFL to, you know, to check in the rules with them, make sure that they're not going specifically against North Melbourne. Yeah, well, basically yeah. we're talking about how, um, uh, you know, Pickens a dirty cheat for necking Boomer in the elbow. Was he trying to give him a good old Adam's apple, was he, on his arm? Yeah, and it's nothing like the Petrie Lake one, because they're just two different incidents. It's nothing okay. like it, it. It is pretty painful copying an Adam's apple on the arm, though. You know, yeah. on, the, on the point of your elbow, it's horrible. I'm going to go with a plausible explanation here. I'm going to say that I think Boomer snapped, as he's prone to do, and I think it was because this was this happened in the third quarter, didn't it? Uh, yes. I think, believe so. Definitely second half. Yeah, and Boomer was getting sledged all day by Pickin. Pickin was rubbing into the fact that Boomer has not donated the car back, and I think he was getting stuck into him about that, and, you know, truth hurts sometimes. Yeah, he's, he's kept a hold of the car, and he hasn't even bloody removed the back seat so his wife can fit in yet. <laughs> The other thing is, of course, Pickin may have smeared himself with animal fats and grease to confuse and arouse. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and that explains why he flipped that him over his shoulder so quickly, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> Went to go in and suddenly found that there was nothing there and that angered the boomer. <laughs> Unless they like it rough. Yeah. I don't rate uh, Nick Natanui much. He's certainly no segler, but he Jeez. will have a special place in my heart for his services to football in that game against North last year. <laughs> Epic. Uh, troll of Brent Scott. Can I, and can so I'm just, um, say... just on um, Boomer as well. How many weeks do we think he's going to get? Because he's got um, carryover from his last three. suspension. Uh, well, I reckon he's, he's going to get four plus. The... Three to four weeks plus forty percent loading, which means it will be like five weeks, something like that. Four to five. Hey, has it gone? Has it gone straight to the tribunal? Yeah, yep. They've sent yep. It straight. Oh, okay. Have you seen the footage, um, Bender? No, I've only read about it. It was more forceful Secret than what footage. Rake did. Like he's literally uh, pressing okay. his forearm on his. Throat. Yeah, that's not nice at all. He didn't do it for as long. That's the one. That's because if he did it for as long as Lake did, he would have killed Pickin. But, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but it's according to North supporters, it's just wrestling, and it's not fair. Boomer's the victim here. Just like Petrie was a victim, Boomer is a victim, and then nothing alike, so shut up. If that's everything on that, we'll go to... Well, the game Paddles was at on the Saturday night. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, that's fucking brilliant, let's be honest here. <laughs> first um, time at the MCG, actually, against the Scum, and, like, before the game, I was thinking, ah... Oh, Is this I, your I, first I, time, man? At the MCG, yeah, it was, actually. What a game to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, before the game, I was, like, absolutely nervous, thinking, ah, oh, shit, I, hope, I really hope I don't pay money or all these flight accommodations to, like, just lose to the Scum. And, oh, <laughs> we just... Oh, that was just brilliant, that whole game. Oh, it sounded and, like you um, had to clean your pants there. <laughs> well, let's just say I enjoyed Saturday night way too much. <laughs> <laughs> Did you head to King Street afterwards, did you, man? Pass liver on the gutter, yeah. <laughs> Boomer there <laughs> just trying to get away from his fucking fat <laughs> slag of a missus. <laughs> uh, what I love is how Eddie was going about our academy and how wrong it was and just one of our academy um, products, John O'Freeman, just kicked four goals against the scum at the MCG and all these scum supporters leaving at three-quarter time and in the last quarter is just absolutely brilliant. Like, our supporters are just making all these noise and the scum supporters are absolutely quiet. <laughs> fucking brilliant. Oh, so so how, how loud can ten people get? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> louder than Hulk's gum supporters, apparently. Uh, yes. You do have to admit, though, Paddle, sorry, and I, I, I do need to just briefly interrupt with this, because I just wanted to draw people's attention to the fact that, you know, Collingwood have been decimated by injury. And, yeah, uh, you know, Tony Armstrong played eight quarters of football on Saturday, <laughs> and well, he's pretty shit, I, too. I've got a bit of a list here, and this is like, just have a listen to this. Dylan Orville hamstring. Tom, this is their VFL. Tom Couch uh, hamstring. I, I, I Tom Kuykman hamstring. Matt Suckling hamstring. Then the main list: Ben Reed hamstring. Jonathan Marsh hamstring. Nathan Freeman hamstring. Jamie Elliott hamstring. Sam Dwyer hamstring. That's quite an amazing run of soft tissue injuries. I don't recognise any of those names. Are they just are these just some random no name Geelong players? Like No, these like... are all apparent <laughs> these are apparently listed Collingwood players. So soft uh, tissue injuries to lots yeah. of players. Scott, um, Scott no, I've never heard quad. of this before. When was the last time the club had soft well, tissue injuries like that, Hadouken? Uh, uh, I seem to recall Essendon in twenty twelve had a pretty bad one. Um, yeah, but that was because of the <clears> drugs, <throat> nothing to do with soft tissue. Well no, absolutely of, of course not. Collingwood It was all the weapons fault. Nothing nothing yeah, to do with it. Yeah, no. So it was all weapons, weapons made too many weapons. The people who did stuff during the week, that was their fault. Because he made them lift too hard. Thirty <laughs> was just a game day coach. Shut up. Who, who runs Collingwood during the week? Is it Rocket Ede? Rocket Ede's fault. Yeah, Rocket. Well, Rocket made no, them no. do too many deadlifts. I just want to say, Collingwood, I understand what it's like to watch your season be whittled away by injury like that. And when the drug investigation starts next year, you'll have my deepest sympathy. Hey, and I just realised as well, um, Rockliffe got over 40 possessions. How many Santa clearances did he have, Pats? Oh, <laughs> Max Lundgren is definitely um, Stefan Martin. He's just, <laughs> so you're saying Rockliffe had 40 possessions and was ineffectual? No, no, no. I'm saying Rockliffe. <laughs> I'm just saying Stefan Martin was best on ground. How, so how, how was Rockliffe? Uh, 43 possessions. Actually, interestingly, do you know how many inside 50s he had? None. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not making that up. Not one. Now, you don't get me really, wrong. Could... He's the best get and give in the game. Without a doubt. You know, you'll get it, pass it on, receive it, pass it on again. He's brilliant at that. Now, apparently that releases their good players. Um, to, so he's a know, chain in the links, Brisbane but have he's other not good players? Mm, that was yeah, good. yeah. Well, it releases Zorko, Stephen Martin. Stephen Martin and... Um, so those three. And apparently, you know, it's just a coincidence that when they play badly, Brisbane lose by 105 points. Indeed. Rockcliffe has no impact on the result either way. Anyway, before we move on, Paddles, any last words on Collingwood Brisbane? Oh, I could go on about how satisfying that was. I reckon the <laughs> highlight was definitely Freeman kicking four goals. Academy player Eddie Sooking about it. Brisbane Lions fan growing up. Nice what it's like to beat the scum at the MCG. Absolutely cool. fucking brilliant. Uh, there's a bit of Bruce McAvaney in that voice. Oh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> <laughs> reckon he needed to change the sheets the next morning at the hotel. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing about hotels, isn't it? Someone else does. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking from experience... Sometimes they don't, and that's a really awkward, like, moment. But uh, let's just move past it. <laughs> don't pretend you didn't love it. Uh, just, uh, we get, we're getting into awfully gooey territory here. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, literally. Just, that, that, yes. That's when I do my best work. <laughs> but, yeah, real quick, Port booked their spot with a win over the Suns in the wet. Not much out of that game. They got there just. They were behind. Horrible game. Just 70 just inside 50s. down with rain. Mm. But they nearly, they weren't far off losing it. So Gold Coast have, uh, even though they've kind of lo- dropped off a bit, they've been in, been in games a lot yeah, the last couple of weeks. Yeah, they're despite, yeah, dropping away. Uh, yeah. They'll be learning, but next year. Still and no Ablett, no way. Gold Coast. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else on that game? It was shit. Both teams are shit. Like, Port won't win a 
final. Gold Coast won't make finals. Nothing more to say. And we'll move on to, well, if those teams are shit, I don't know what that makes Melbourne. Because... So how good was this game, Pats? You were there? Oh, it, the, the, that game was boring. <laughs> Honestly, the crowd was more exciting because all the Melbourne supports are just melting everywhere. <laughs> Did you see Biff and Ada at the game? Uh, I didn't even know what he looked like. Because uh, apparently Biff had a crack at... Um, apparently the older, Jack angry Lutz. dude, yeah, yelling yeah. at Watts. Oh, Melbourne supports, they were just having a crack at everyone, especially <laughs> Porter. Biff might have to go home and microwave his own membership after that game. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they were hopeless. Like, GWS had as many injuries as Collingwood in that game. It was actually identical. It was yeah. an identical scenario almost that, you know, they lost. They had one fit player on the bench much for like, the much entire like second half. Collingwood lost by 10 goals with that. GWS won by 10 goals yeah. with that. It's just... What is wrong at Melbourne? Melbourne, seriously. Like, Melbourne folks, what the fuck is wrong with your club? And, and you hear that they have absolutely no shame and that today they've um, formally requested for a priority pick. Oh. <sighs> So that basically means but, they potentially have two, three, and four. Yeah, if Frawley leaves, which is probably for the better because he's one of the players who's experienced losing culture, probably can't bring the um, level just, that they need. Because yeah, that, that's really worked for them before, hasn't it? Getting all these priority picks and extra picks well, for Scully. Well, this time and... is there to probably, hopefully, nurse them through it. No, it, it will be another promising youngster whose career will be ruined. Oh, it's just like, you had a one in, um, you know, five chance of getting picked by Melbourne in the first round. Now it's like, you know, the first top five, going, oh, fuck, we're all going to Melbourne. My career's <laughs> over. Um, <laughs> but on that, we will bring back the Flogcast fix for the first time, probably, I think, this season. And how do we fix Melbourne? Like, priority pick's an option. What else have we got? Well, you guys know, know my thoughts on this. There's only one way to fix the fucking rabble that is Melbourne that's Foldham or merging with North any others Melbourne Hawks Melbourne Hawks yeah no <laughs> I know well I mean that's that, that was, that's one way to fix that them fix the talent why would you go, if they why would you go North form. Melbourne we've already got a jumper and a theme song picked out for Melbourne Hawks that and would be they the have one. the good list whereas North still yeah. have that list of the meat grinder midfield so basically you, you can get being selfish that doesn't build culture well you can get nothing Melbourne Hawks though sorry it's perfect though You get they get to drop the demons monkey you get to drop the piss and poo um, Melbourne it's a win for everyone keep, keep their team and you get rid of your crap colours yeah and you really shitty we're a happy team at Hawthorne song come on man. Play games in Tassie I enjoy our colours I enjoy the fact that we play games in Tasmania for a massive financial windfall wouldn't you like to be a Melbourne based team again? there is not one player on the Melbourne list that would get into Hawthorne's best 22 let alone their best Good. 18 <laughs> but you would have all Melbourne. this bump drop you're trying to recruit Hogan. you're trying Trying to recruit Frawley already. (laughs) (laughs) As I've said numerous times on this show, Hawthorne never go after the obvious targets like it happened with McAvoy last year. You watch, there'll be all this smoke and mirrors about Frawley. He'll end up at fucking West Coast. No, not not West Coast, the other one, Fremantle or Sydney or something like that, and we'll end up with someone like Daniel Talia. And then as a result of that, you'll have to offload some unknown kid who goes on to win Brownlows and premierships at somewhere else. <laughs> who was a father and son as well? Yeah, or, and then... Well, well, do you there, have, are, yeah, there are no father-sons left at Hawthorne because they didn't breed. Um, <laughs> well, they won't be for a while considering the 48%, when you think Yeah, I was going to say, they only get 52% of their players actually breed. Bill Langford is uh, running around and doing very well for us. Well, there Thank you go. You. So he's the one you're going to trade on to insert successful there is no chance of um, there is no chance of Will Langford leaving Hawthorne he is no one else wants him (laughs) yeah I think Deer's got a chance of making the the rookie list he'd make Selwood look ordinary earlier in the year not many taggers do that anything else you got got fucking nothing (laughs) 
That's well, because we've, we've, we've already put forward the most cares? logical explanation that merging Melbourne with Hawthorne will fix Melbourne's problems. That mm. is the best way to fix and, Melbourne. And Hawthorne. Fixed, it way. will fix Melbourne's problems because there will be nothing in Melbourne about the Melbourne Hawks. It will li- They will literally take 100% of Hawthorne because Melbourne and is... And then so replace them with the word Melbourne. But then, yeah, but now and, you get to be the Victorian team. There will be no players from Melbourne. There will be no coaching staff from Melbourne because none of them... no one will remember Hawthorne. Oh, you wouldn't take Paul Ruse. Who would take Paul Ruse? Who in their right mind would want Paul Ruse to coach their club? Well, Paul Ruse isn't going to cause any damage to the ground or the facilities. Yeah, Paul Ruse is going to co- cause a lot of damage to the fucking supporters' minds, though, <laughs> when they all die of boredom at the game because their side kicks 20 points in a game. <laughs> no, 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 they banned that in the 2008 Grand Final, the kicking 20 points Hawthorne in a game. need a next generation of supporters as well, with 48% of them not breeding. They need to yeah. find the numbers somewhere. They're, they're concerning youth in their supporter base. <laughs> None of your fucking business. What the uh, I'm going to go with a tank girl on this bit. No, they should be able to prop up their numbers because as far as I'm aware, cat and dog populations are still doing all right at Christmas. <laughs> There'll always be pets. Yeah, exactly. You always have the pet memberships. Anyway, let's move on to the talking points. We only got the two, but Essendon, well, the players might be getting banned, so they're looking at alternatives in the draft, and one of them happens to be, well, a player who knows all about being banned, Ahmed Saad. We need it. We need a good small forward. He actually is pretty good. Perfect fit. Whatever it takes, man. He's not pretty good. He's like... Well, he's... Very he's good. Pretty good by some kids. He's what we've currently got, which is a guy called Corey Delalio, who's nice. Like, he, he can play a little bit, but he just he doesn't have it. Saad um, will shake up the investigations. I have to yeah. say, Chapman was going to play, you know, five years and kick. Chapman's playing yeah. as a midfielder. He's not playing necessarily as a forward. There, I mean, there's a lot of like, thoughts gone into this, guys, because the the, the um, Essendon legal teams have thought of the double jeopardy rule here. <laughs> So you know, he can't get done twice for drug use. Get him in now, and he can. They can pump him full as much as he wants. He's not going to get banned again. If we perhaps get that X Files music cranking again, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Asad is an anagram of Asada. Asada. Uh, so perhaps this points to some sort of deal being worked out between Asada and the EFC, which will see reduced sentences. I'm not so sure. Post- With thinking like that, you could post on the North board. <laughs> <laughs> that actually that's a, actually a really good theory I like it actually they did announce and I don't know if you guys have heard about this that Cronulla have had four week bans mentioned as something that some of their players could get rather than six months no, or two it, years or whatever it's um, f- um six year, six months with five months suspended mm. yeah, so they didn't so, take Asada to court but also there's someone actually going the Essendon defence I just was reading earlier one of their players or has decided to uh, go the Essendon defence of um, the evidence was gathered illegally. They're going, yeah, we're guilty, but it doesn't matter. We went off on technicalities. No, I don't, I don't know anything about the Cronulla side of it, so I don't know how they actually went about getting their evidence. But They, yeah. they asked Danky, Danky said no, and then they looked, looked in his... And you know. Little also came out today and said he's now seen all the evidence, evidence that Asada's got because of that court trial, and he says they ain't got nothing. So yes. he, he has seen all the elephants because Tanya Heard paid him a visit. She took all the notes and she dropped them all off around his place, and he thinks they're really good, and their evidence is stuffed. I like how he 
ask the government to intervene after, you know, taking the court because... Well, you know, clearly we're wasting everyone's time at this point. If it's not a must-go-through, I'm sure we can just wrap, wrap it up. Come and on. I like how um, um, I... Little's also asked, if we get off because of the technicalities, Asada aren't allowed to investigate us again without the AFL because, because then we can't argue the technicality. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm quite enjoying fair. the... Lo- the, I think the longer this circus goes on, the better, because it will just exp- continue to expose everyone involved, uh, Heard, Little, and obviously the guy who has been Heard's best friend all along, uh, Vlad, who's looked after the EFC from day one. It will continue to expose their corruption and involvement in this case, so the longer it goes on, the better. Anyway, if there's nothing else on Essendon and Saad, we'll move on to, well, this is pretty funny. After the people leaned over the fence and went ape shit at Eddie, he's invited the members to an exclusive postseason information night at the Westpac Centre. Will they have a barbecue? Just checking it now, but this member-only briefing will offer a thorough review of season 2014 and an outline of our plans in 2015. I see nothing about barbecues, no. I was going to say, what's the Collingwood equivalent of like a, of a sausage barbecue? Is there something Monsters. more lower end or something? Um, a sausage barbecue with the sausages from Aldi or some shit? You know? No, no, Collingwood can afford it. It's just that they... It'll be lobsters because they used to feed lobsters to prisoners. So... What, guys? What is this barbecue really for? Is it really... Is it, is it Eddie planning to get rid of Nathan? Is it Eddie getting ready to burn all of the HGH that's lying around the place? He wouldn't get rid of his man crush. The article (laughs) covers that. This meeting is not about internet-style carping, but a coming together of the Collingwood clan to refocus in a time of rapid change. What is internet-style carping? Bigfooty. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say getting on Nick's or whatever that fucking Collingwood board's called. Bigfooty where they're all melting down and blaming figures. Eddie, hello, I know you're listening. We know, we know that you're seriously trying to figure out what to do now. Nathan's crap. Nathan's crap. No, Eddie, don't listen to him. Please keep Nathan <laughs> because it will guarantee that Collingwood will not win a premiership for the foreseeable future. This is so, actually very Kool-Aid-esque as well, because... Nathan, paddles, Nathan, anything Nathan. on Collingwood. Okay, no. so I'm just going to hand out some free teeth for spoilers, and also um, butt cream just to see if anus has... We have deliberately set this meeting for as soon as our season finishes, because as soon as it does, the next campaign will begin. So bring your best ideas for the future, not your complaints about the past. So, so That's September a, so, 2. I was going to say, so is it, is it set for um, post-round 20-whatever? Yeah, <laughs> turn up to chug some goo, basically. You know, and don't complain about anything. Just... It'll be right after they get pumped by Hawthorne to the tune of goodness knows how much. Voluntary brainwashing sessions at Collingwood. And Wait, yeah. comes out and goes, it's okay. They even let you keep a piece of your brain in the jar, see? <laughs> <laughs> and there's not much of that at Collingwood. Um, before we move on, just... The last talking point is this week's Hall of Fame entry. Who wants to discuss this one? I reckon Paddles can take this one. Paddles seems to be quite fond of this particular entry. Oh, yes. Um, I think we've all agreed that uh, the next day inducted into the Bay 13 Hall of Fame is the one, the only, KFC boy. Raise your tr- drumsticks. Yeah. <laughs> Central to probably the best thread ever on the Bay. Are you going to eat that? <laughs> <laughs> He's not even got anything to do with football. He just appeared on the screen a couple of times, lost his shit. And also, it, um, the original um, posting of the chucking the drumsticks was Pico. So, the little um, Limbo Club reference there. He was at the original Photoshop. Yes, but it can't be a Bay 13 Hall of Fame without fried chicken. So, yeah, KFC boy. Well done, man. 
he's apparently not too bad at the old karaoke either. <laughs> I was going to say he's not too bad looking. He, or I don't know where you're going there. <laughs> he was on the edge of glory, now he has it. Um. <laughs> and you call us the fucking 48%. Fucking <laughs> 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 day for KFC, boy. What's going on? Let's move on to this week on the Bay and Flog of the Week. I think we're pretty unanimous on this late runner, but he's just the most obvious candidate. And Hadouken, do you want to say it? Because I think you think feel the same uh, way about him as the rest of us do. Uh, well, it's a little reluctantly because it's a fellow Bomber and I always feel bad about it. And his name's actually gone completely from my mind. Bomber Boy, is Bomber it? Bro. Bomber Bro 2. Yep. Or yeah. Bomber Bro 2, stop it. Please. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I know where you're coming from, man. I get it. I feel your pain. But what just, you, you, just you know where he's it. coming from with this religion stuff? <laughs> is he your yes. bro? He, he's one know? of my Essendon brothers. We are in this together. We will. Do fight. you have faith we'll in rise. James Heard the way he Not does? This shit again. Believe, brothers. Believe. <laughs> Not this James shit again. can save us, but bomber, bro, please stop it. <laughs> He's just weird. He has to be an Elias, but if he's not, oh god. But yeah, no other nominations. Bombers 2003's made a late run. <laughs> I did want to. I did want to give a, a mention and shout out to Footy is the win for, ah, yes. for like finally actually hanging around after one of his shit we're gonna win threads, and then having a massive sook about it when he did, and then requesting it get locked. Yeah. Do we have a thread of the week nomination? I can't think of any. Um, let me have a look now. This week was kind of revenge of the old threads week. Like everyone was bumping all the old stuff that was going around like all those Melbourne threads from the last 12 years right. where people saying oh we're going to this is it we're going to win I got a, a gonna, lot of satisfaction right now, with Anus Cat's thread about uh, Richmond finishing bottom four this year that was quite nice um, mm. and what is it with um, Richmond supporters um, bumping Biff's um, Richmond kiosk that's not a thread to bump go ho 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 Melbourne that's a thread of gold as I, as I responded to a couple of Richmond nuffies in there surely troll Melbourne Melbourne isn't easy to troll but create your own thread <laughs> Do we have a winner though? I think my favourite probably Westy Bogan's club favourite sons who've destroyed their club, but mm. or, or, or Ugak finishing the Monopoly. Well, he's finally it. finished the Monopoly board. Do we yeah. acknowledge that and give him another um, one? I did like actually the the boomers misconduct one, not because of anything that was specifically in the OP, but the fact that half the North posters in it were melting and like two pages in they still go, but what was he actually nominated for? <laughs> but they're melting anyway, they have no idea what he's in before the tribunal for. That was a funny thing, but uh, it's a bit of a lame week. Fifty game bay. No. I'd say just go with the Elias's Bay thirteen Monopoly wrap. Yep, and Hawthorne as well was since last week too, so Yeah. Alright, we'll go um yeah, Ugax. All right, and last week's poll, if Adelaide was playing at Eddie, had who would St Kilda beat and would Fifey go? 3% <laughs> said Saints are going to get kicked in the fucking head. 12% <laughs> said Fifey would take the Tiggy train driven by Tiger Boys to the game. 12% said Melbourne would get smashed and Hawthorne would try and merge with them again. <laughs> I'll get fucked. <laughs> 35% said Jack Watts is confused and the winner with 38% said the umpires would get Geelong over the line. So, yeah. The 11% were wrong, weren't they? See, every, everyone knows the fix is in. Umpires always getting Geelong over the line. See, the majority of the bane, they know what's going on. Anyway, Paddles, you have to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, goodbye. See ya. <laughs> Cheers, Paddles. And, yeah, next week, Port versus Carlton on the Friday. Uh... Port, Carlton are in form of sorts, even though they're but not winning. It, you know, Carlton still shit, though. Yeah. I expect Wait to kick a few goals and justify a contract. I actually reckon Carlton will win that. I think Port will beat them, but I reckon Carlton will lose in excruciating circumstances well, again. Well, that, yeah, that all, the, the, the umpiring will be at its usual quality standard that it always is with a Carlton game. And um, 
Uh, it's in Adelaide. No, no Port. Yeah, the Portress. <laughs> Port will get over the line at home. Carlton aren't that great. Uh, I'm going to go Carlton. North versus Adelaide is probably match of the round. Oh, actually, sorry, no, it's not. It's the it's the second match of the round. I got it wrong again. Well, I, I was I was totally going to tip North Melbourne, but now, yeah, a couple of big outs. Um... <laughs> Little boomer that couldn't. Yeah, yeah. Um... I'm going to tip the Crows. I just yeah. don't see them getting up now without their heart and soul, their team player, their one and only little boomer. Who's going to get and give now? Yeah, no, Adelaide, Adelaide will win. I'm tipping North because of the fact that the lack of Boomer and Wells is actually going to make him the underdog in this game, <laughs> so they will get up. I'm tipping North because of the fact that it's in Tassie and not at Etihad. Yeah, I'm going with North too. Oh, so that's um, what BA is. Yeah, Blundstone Arena. Their spiritual home. Much like Hawthorne. Well, you're making fun. What about your spiritual home for Hawthorne? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez. Yes, um, we don't get to play games at Waverley anymore, but uh, that will forever be our spiritual home. No, your spiritual home is Hobart, isn't it? Mornsesson. Uh, it's the same Cat place, Country. really. Come no. on. It's a metre down the road or something. Our spiritual home is also Anus Cat's spiritual home. Never forget that. So, um, one thing Hawthorne got going for them, they're not going to get booted there permanently. Well, no, Hawthorne won't even let them be booted there. They've got yeah, too much Hawthorne, of an iron Hawthorne, grip on Hawthorne are defending yeah. their turf rather aggressively. That's their Tasmania, man. <laughs> it's our home, not yours. <laughs> That's our home away from home that we want money from but don't really like. <laughs> Now, now, if 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 the AFL do the right thing, which is relocate, which is relocate north to uh, Tassie, then Hawthorne will happily stand aside for them. Because what if, let's what face if they it, relocate uh, Melbourne there? What's going to happen then? The Tasmanian Hawks. Well, then Melbourne Hawks would still work because <laughs> they go to Tassie. The, the demon every hawk. other time. Essendon Gold Coast. Does anything anyone think the Suns have a chance? Either? Yeah, Gold Coast by 150 <laughs> points. <laughs> <laughs> you're, just, you're angry and you're lashing out now, Pino. I understand. It's okay. Um, um, yeah, Essendon for mine. Yeah, Essendon for me too. GWS Collingwood. This one's a bit interesting all of a sudden. Uh, um, I reckon the Giants are a sneaky chance. Because Collingwood they, season's over. I, uh, yeah, but they like the Giants just lost a whole bunch of players too. Um, so I actually think Collingwood... Their depth is probably better well, though with all the young players. Yeah, shit. Um, where's it played? Uh, up there at the Spotless Stadium. Hell, that really could be a GWS win. I'm tipping um, the Giants. Yeah, all right. You've convinced me. I'll go Giants. Yep, I'm picking GWS. I need to know what Teach is doing in his tipping comp, then I'll, we'll know which one to go in. Then change it at the last minute. Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't matter because you change it. They're, they're in much better form. The Giants will get it done easily. I'm not bowing to peer pressure here. I'm going Collingwood. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. West Coast Melbourne, this could be another massacre um, yeah. over at the Patterson Stadium. Well, they don't, don't want to lose by too much because um, then they might lose, St Kilda might lose their percentage advantage <laughs> for the spoon. We can't have that. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's closed. It's closed. The gap's closed to 8.2. Probably the spoon. They, they're probably tanking, let's face it, because they want 1, 2, and 3, not 2, 3, and 4. So, yeah, it's it's down to um less than 8%, yeah. West Coast will win, I don't know, depending on how well, like if it's a flogging and they get destroyed, then Melbourne are doomed. They are going to shut that club down. They are in a death spiral they can't get out of. If they show anything, any heart at all, anything to try and hold this lead in a little bit, then they'll be okay. Well, for um... one thing is one thing's for certain though. Josh Kennedy's going to kick a lot of goals. Oh yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it's it's his kind of ground today when when we play Melbourne. He he might just take back the Coleman lead. He'll be he'll be, <laughs> he'll be doing his little twinkle toe 
those moves over and over again. I know jokes jokes aside with penal and you know because I, I can't I don't mind Hawthorne. I hope Melbourne win just so we don't see the Melbourne Hawks because I wouldn't want to do that to penal. <laughs> Brisbane Fremantle. I haven't fucking tipped. I was, I was I was about to deliver. West Coast. I I hope I hope West Coast win by 200, 250 points. I want to see the all-time record be smashed. Bring this pathetic excuse for a football club to its knees. Make them beg and grovel to the AFL for more priority picks. So we there can they are, man. Laugh. They might actually yeah, give them the they'll priority picks. They'll want two if they lose by a lot this week. That way we will laugh when they get rejected because the AFL will reject them and that way we can all yeah. laugh at Melbourne some more until they inevitably fold. They'll take the second who, option and they'll... Who, who would you have? fucking merging going on. No, I was just going to say, who would you have as the third tall then? Sean Makers or Watts? Sean Makers, easily. <laughs> like, Chicken. Watts has got those intercept marks going. Come on, yeah. like, Sean Makers hasn't been amazing and like I know you guys will be surprised to hear me say that but I will concede <laughs> our, our players are not infallible Schoenmakers is not infallible he has his shortcomings but come on he's still he's better than fucking Jack Watts you could have it you could have a shitty mo-off with Lyndon oh, Dunn and um, Suckling as well you could have Dawes Hogan I mean that's quite a spine anyway Brisbane Frio at the gather <laughs> Frio sorry Paddles I, but... I think Frio yeah unless they yeah, do Frio. Frio not taking half their team trick again, but I think they actually want to win at the moment. No, Brisbane, Freo played their grand final last week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, who were waiting on Ant or Bender, I think? Um, oh, no, I said Freo. Okay. Bulldogs, Sydney at Eddie Hat. I think the Swans will win this. Uh, yeah, Swans. But Bonson Pelly to still push his rising star case and make it pretty hard to... Him. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I was going to tip uh, the Bulldogs, but since Ant decided to go and be a dick for the whole day, I'm going to go Sydney. <laughs> I'm sorry, panel. It was just it was pre pre planned, and you bit so well. So Richmond versus St Kilda. I haven't tipped yet. You can't uh, get fucked. We're going to kick his in the fucking head. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sydney going to win. Richmond St Kilda. I uh, oh, the Tiggy we'll train's going to yeah, roll the on. T- the Tiggy train rolls. <laughs> Toot, toot. Croatians um, everywhere will be happily and sweatily chatting to their sisters. And um, and each week we've been asking Fahu about the Tiki train, and that I, I felt a little spark in his voice when he talked about it this week. He was still non-committal, but he's thinking about it. He's at the station. He's looking down the platform at the train, thinking, yeah, maybe I've got my Mikey ticket ready. You know, I've got my Jack Rewalds. I might get on the train. <laughs> I agree, Ant. His usual monotone, I'm dead inside voice has has just been showing a tiny hint of emotion when he talks about his Tigers now. It's yeah. the spark. But, but by the same token, imagine what he'll be like next week if St Kilda get up. Uh, he'll be back to five years normal. See, I told you the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I think if they lost to St Kilda after having been... Pretty good the last seven weeks. That would just crush him and crush most they, uh, supporters. They, but if you realise if they lose to St Kilda, there's going to be a happy plugger. <laughs> and be a an very happy plugger. plugger. Mel- and also, that also means Melbourne's last. Mm. Which not going where to they happen. belong. We're going to kick their fucking heads in. And win <laughs> by 10 goals, which is the first time I've said it all year, we're going to have one of their 10-goal <laughs> wins. R- Richmond will win easily. Like the, It would be a disaster if they lose, but they won't lose. I think... Um, the Ranga Rich Rewalt to kick lots of goals, and the St Kilda Rewalt to keep the score somewhat respectable. Is Fifey going yeah, to Richmond? 
Yeah, is the most important point about this is Fifey going to the game. Yeah. Is there any stu- is there any stipulations on this game? No, you've already asked that. What if Hampson plays? What he if Stevenson play. plays? Neither will play. The, the lure of Greg the school the lure of the school girls is too strong. He's annoying, but I'll still go. Funnily what enough, the, I just realised we forgot slot? to mention that St Kilda got outscored by Buddy. We didn't even mention that game, <laughs> but it happened. Are you no. going to complain about the time slot there, Fifey? No. You're on, you're on the best time slot of the week. <laughs> clearly, care. clearly, you know, Buddy was doing it for Lenny Hayes, and, you know, a bit of a tribute for him. <laughs> Further tribute yeah. for <laughs> um, And the last game, Teacher's squib this week. He's gone missing because he's a bit scared that Hawthorne are fired up and Hawthorne are going to beat them, and... Doom them to fourth place. So, Hawthorne, Geelong, Penal, going to spread some goo. I'm, I'm going to tip last because I, I am filling in the teach role this week of melting <laughs> and tipping last and telling everyone to go get fucked. I think the, um, Hawthorne's going to feel a little bit for their kindred spirits at uh, Patterson Stadium this Saturday and um, lose to, to Geelong. Is Ruffhead playing this weekend? He is back. Yes. He's back. Hmm. Oh, who am I kidding? Hawthorne will win. I'm going to say it's a draw, because that will be that bloody close. I don't know. I can't see how the team blowing the other one away. There's no going to be no G110 long going on here. Yeah, Hawthorne for me too. Hawthorne. Uh, I'm a lot less confident about this game than I usually am. I think Hawthorne will win just, but I would not be surprised if we lost. Well, look at Geelong's percentage. They're possibly the worst third-place team ever. They're currently the worst second-place team ever. I mean, yeah. they're worse than Port 2007. That is That's true. a bit of plug-a-rest talk, you know, the best second-place team I, ever, would... the best spoon team ever. The only thing that matters is number one. I would argue that both Jong and Fremantle appear to have timed their runs very well and uh, hitting form at the right time, but I still think Hawthorne can match. Geelong's still got that concerning youth, though. True, true, true. What will George Hall and Smith do... When confronted with, you know, I don't know anyone at Hawthorne, really. Uh, uh, Brownlow medalist Jordan Lewis. I look forward to seeing how Hawthorne tag the umpires. <laughs> look, let's face it, we do need to stop the umpires to have any sort of chance in this game, or else Geelong are just going to, you know, pinch the win in the last mi- dying minutes again. Who's playing on Hawkins? Um, I hope it's that, Clangers. <laughs> it, no, it will probably be Brian, Brian Lake, who did a... Pretty good job last two times he was out against Hawkins. Mm-hmm. So he, he Lake has a pretty good record against Haw- Hawkins. He unlike, normally does well on fat Lakers. blokes. <laughs> well, it's, it's fat on fat down there, isn't yeah. it? Lake's not small. Yeah. It'll be he's a good no, game. He's no Brian yeah, Harris. It'll, it'll, it'll be, a, match it'll be a good game. Like Regardless of who wins, there will be tension and drama. and Yep. You don't Same sound so enthusiastic, man. I'm not confident. Not at oh, all. Seriously, that was no teach, get fucked, you know, kick his in the head type speech. Well, I've, I've, I've burnt out all my fucking rage on you blokes for trolling for <laughs> we've, two we've hours. We've worn him out. We've worn him and, out. Yeah, oh. I, I, just, I just want to go to bed, you know. <laughs> I, I don't even have any more goo to spread. Like, there's no Hawks players who I can pump it's up. Nor any tears either. Dried up. No goo, no tears. No goo, um, no tears. Anyway, this was the Flogcast for round 22 and the 50th episode. Fifey joined by Ant. Free Boomer. Um, <laughs> Hadouken. Yeah, um, Free Boomer's wife from the pens. Free range pig. Yeah, free um, range. <laughs> <laughs> free range rhino, what are you talking about? <laughs> 
penal. Hang on, guys, I think I've found a bit of my mojo. Lake's going to fucking strangle that fat fuck Hawkins, and Hawthorne are going to smash Geelong because they're so much better. Best team in the comp. Best premiers of all time. Go, Hawks. And Bender. Yeah, cheers, guys, for my bit part. Thank you. <laughs> Pat and, says goodbye. And may he rest in peace. <laughs>